Well, there have been a lot of conversations about racism, about what we can do to stop racism, very important conversations, but also some actions taken in the past few days around the world, including right here in Metro Vancouver. We saw the statue of uh, George Vancouver at Vancouver City Hall had paint thrown on it a few days ago. And yesterday, the statue of Gassy Jack in Gastown was vandalized. Someone threw red paint on the statue. It has been cleaned up by city crews, but it is the latest local statue to become the target of many who say that statue is a symbol of Indigenous oppression in British Columbia. Well, let's throw to Nikki Reitmeyer, our CKNW Mornings contributor, who has made a trek down to Gastown this morning. Nikki, good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. Yes, it's a quiet morning so far in Gastown. But, you know, you can't not think of the history of this area when you're standing here surrounded by all these old brick buildings. What does it look like or what does the statue look like right now? Well, I mean, it kind of looks as as beat up and old as it always has, but the red paint, the big splash of red paint that was on it from yesterday, which maybe you saw on the news, has been removed by the city crews that were down here. So it's fairly quiet. There's not even a, a soul standing near it, except for me. Most people just sort of milling about their business, walking past it, ignoring it, I think, as as most people usually do and have done for for quite a few years. Otherwise, yeah, he stands here silently on his barrel on the brick cobblestone beneath. And I think you make a good point. Most people would walk by that statue, wouldn't even bother probably to read whatever writing is there or question the history, why the statue is in Gastown. So who was Gassy Jack? Yeah, you're right. I think a lot of the time, you know, we don't really recognize the history in our own area, for better or for worse. So Gassy Jack, I'm sure you know the name. He was actually born Jack Dayton back in England in 1830. And we remember him because he owned one of the original bars or saloons in this area. And the neighborhood, which is Gastown, was thus named after him. So this is a guy who came to North America for the gold rush. But like a lot of other people at that time, he wasn't particularly successful in that endeavor. And he actually developed some health problems, too. He had some swelling in his legs, in his feet. So he ended up having to pursue other lines of work. He decides, okay, in the 1860s, he's going to start up a saloon called the Globe Saloon in New Westminster. Now, New Westminster, also fairly new at this point in time, of course, it had only been named the capital of this area back in 1856. So we're talking just a few years after that. So he sets up this bar in New Westminster, decides he wants to go off to the hot springs near Harrison Lake. When he's gone, a big July 4th celebration happens. The partying gets a little bit out of hand, you could say, and he returns to find his bar has been completely ruined. So he has to find a new location. This time, he comes to this area where I'm standing now, the area that would later be Gastown. And he sets up a new pub here, and he calls it the Globe Saloon, much like the first one. And this is a spot that becomes really successful because, as we know, Gastown, back in the day, used to be a lot of sawmills, a lot of mills in this area. And it's the only spot where these mill workers could go for a drink when work was done. There was no other saloon in this area for 25-odd miles, so he was basically running the monopoly on on liquor in this part of what was the very young Vancouver. And he's called Gassy Jack because he talked a lot. (laughs) Well, he had a lot of hot air that was coming out of him. He told a lot of stories. So that was the name that sort of stuck with him and thus became the name of this area. Now, the reason why we're talking about this story today is because he married an Indigenous woman from the Squamish First Nations. We don't actually have a record of her name, 
But before her death in 1870, she arranged for Jack to marry her 12-year-old niece. So this young lady, this child, Madeline, she's about 13 years old when she gives birth to a son. Jack becomes ill and then he dies a few years later in 1875 and his child bride went on to survive him for a few more years. And you spoke with somebody from the Squamish Nation about this and why there's this, this opposition and this, this move now to make sure the entire story is told. Yeah, Cheryl Rivers spoke to Global News, and she is a woman from the Squamish First Nations. She explained that there's an oral history of Gassy Jack and his 12-year-old child bride, Madeline. From what I know of his past, what my late mother, Audrey Rivers, Tealtalote, shared with me over the years is that um, the women said that he was actually not very nice uh, to her aunt and to Madeline, and... There was a lot of um, discussion about what was going on behind the scenes there. And, but um, he has, is known as someone that built Gastown, whereas as a Squamish woman, we know that that's just a, a small little blip into our history here. So, um, But he, uh, when um, Quahelia or Madeline um, left there she came here and what I understand from my late mother was that our ta'as or our grandmothers would uh, help in hiding her and they helped keep her hidden away um, there was a lot of people that wanted to know her especially when rumors about money being left to her her son um, but uh, and she was actually buried in from what my mother late mother understands she's buried in the cemetery just down the road here it's an unmarked grave and it's in the far back of our cemetery because it's a very old cemetery um, so this is going way back to um, before we even were able to start to mark the grave so some of them were unknown um, but mom knew the general area of it and every time we would go down to visit she would always point that out to me hmm. and Nikki Cheryl has said that she does not like that statue still standing there yeah, she said that knowing Jack, the man that we call Gassy Jack, that he took a 12-year-old bride from the Squamish First Nations, she said it literally makes her feel sick every time she sees that statue. I have recently seen a lot of interest about the statue being removed in the past couple of years as more awareness came out of the history of Gassy Jack and Madeline. Um, so... It was nice to see that that is there because after mom shared that with me as a little girl and every time I went past the statue in Gastown, I would literally get sick to my stomach just knowing what, what I know of the truth. And uh, so it, it just feels um, very um, supportive that people are recognizing this and also want to see that come down because it does make some of us literally sick to our stomachs to, to actually see it there. Mm. All right. Well, Nikki, thanks so much for reporting on this for us this morning. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jill.